Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix Please put your hands together and make a little noise For your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys Ooh, Bosco's boys Come on, boys The boys are back, and as we're apt to do after a big win with a lot of good questions, and because we were running borderline obnoxiously long last time for the game review episode, we're just giving you guys a bonus Tuesday episode to ask all the great questions. We got 27 great questions, and we're going to have a little bit of fun. Uh, You know, uh, just had a nice, good little hailstorm. It's Chauncey fucking... This dog hates the cords for my microphone. Uh, Auntie, he also come on, man. Doesn't like the storms. Um, and then when it stops storming and it's just sprinkling, all he wants to do is find the rain. So, uh, you know, he's a pretty good dog, but I don't like it when rain's involved. So, sorry, got a little distracted, but we're back. We're going to answer the questions because, hey, cats having fun. We want to keep talking about the cats, and we're hoping you guys want to keep listening to. Random people talk about the cats because guess what? Eight ten's not going to do it. Six ten's not going to do it. National podcasts are only going to barely talk about. It. So hey, listen to us. Listen to Aggieville Alley Cats, uh, K State Online. Their podcast is on YouTube. Kind of sucks. Um, you know, listen to the short side option. Listen to all your K State podcasts because hey, this is what being a college college and Kimball. College yeah, and college Kimble. and Kimball. That's, that's the it. other one. Yep, that's all that I know though. I think yeah, that's I, it. I think that's it, which is still a lot more than there used to be. So mm-hmm. listen to your local college football podcast, especially all of our friends who also do K-State podcasts. Let's just get into it. Um, at Peak Clown World, what's going on with our kicking section? Are we seeing another <laughs> kicking and punting battle? Um, here's, here's my two cents. I think, you know, Winkle had that one bad kick, the, the missed field goal versus Southern Illinois. It was a chip shot, but he's been very good ever since. So I'm I'm fine with yeah. that. Um, Zentner, though, Saturday, he was not good punting at all. A little bit concerning, but he's been solid. Uh, he was solid all last year. He was solid in the first two games. So I'm not throwing up the panic flag yet. But you do have Bloomer who has experience because they were going back and forth last year. Um, Do you have any sort of panic level with Zentner when it comes to punting, or do you have any panic when it comes to kicking at all? No, not yet. I mean, you said it. I think Winkle's, what, three of four now? Yep, three Um, of four, perfect on uh, extra points. Missed missed one that was a chip shot, which was honestly a pretty tough miss at a scary time of the game, but it happens. He looked to shank it. Maybe maybe it had to do with the holder because that was a really, really poor kick, and he's been a very solid pretty much outside of that. But um, 
punting, I don't know. It's I'm, it's hot and cold. We don't have a lot of consistency there. Don't feel great about putting, but we're very good on the kickoff team. You know, Zintner can blast it out of the back of the end zone. So I'm not, like, panicking by any means in the kicking game. All right, we'll go to the next one from at Emolorado. What's going on in the third quarter? Like, every game. Um, Here's my thing. Um, We only had two drives last game in the third quarter. The second one was, you know, ended in a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And I was pretty – in our game review pod, I I was pretty adamant about how, you know, that that past Nick Lenners, you know, you complete that, that narrative's kind of gone, at least for a week. But it isn't just a one-year thing. It's something that's been going on ever since the climate era started. Yeah. I have no idea why that is because they seemingly are pretty good on that first scripted drive. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, we're typically good in the first half. We're typically pretty good in the fourth quarter. It's weird. Um, it's not great, though. I think statistically we've been outscored like, I don't know, somebody posted on the boards and has gone back through everything. And I, it's like we averaged three points per game in, you know, scoring offensively in the third quarter. And we've given up on average from like 10 to 14. It's just, it's bad. It's, it, it's bitten us before it could bite us again. At least I'm glad they asked about it. Somebody asked about it and it was commented on. Um, Yeah. It's really bizarre. Are they overthinking things? Are they not making any adjustments at all? I don't know. I don't like it, though. I don't like it either. And, again, it it is so weird because you would think that the third quarter should, in theory, at least that first drive should be similar to the first drive where you're scripting stuff. Messingham usually has a pretty good script for that first drive of the game. So it it doesn't make sense. And and I know Clemen was asked about it in the post-game press conference. I'll be interested – uh, if anyone asks about it uh, today as folks are listening uh, in his weekly Tuesday press conference, but I don't know. I wish I, wish I had answers. Um, it's not just the offense. The defense seems to kind of sputter in a lot of games in the third quarter as well. So I don't know. Hopefully yeah. they figure it out before Stillwater. Life of, Mama, life of Mama Fitz, and this is great. Has Lance Leopold shown the most coach who will try to fight a ref while losing huge energy of all time? I don't know if you saw the video clip of him just going at a referee when they're down like 28, but it was hilarious. Again, I get it. You know, you're you're trying to show your team that, hey, I'm never going to stop fighting for you, yada, yada, yada. But arguing over like a trivial like call when you're down 28, that's just a weird look. Like at least when Norvell was like getting ready to punch his own coaches and go after referees. He like, punch a a coach. So uh, yeah, yeah, he did punch coach. And, uh. I mean, he, he, yeah, he definitely, there was a little bit of friendly fire there. I think it's lame. I, and it's funny to see like a bunch of KU people on the timeline, like backing it up and being like, wow, we finally have a coach now because he's a dickhead to referees. And it's like, I mean, Brady I don't know. Was a I mean, the referees. I think that they look as bad as they've ever been. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's been a, it's admittedly been, if we want to give them any credit at all, which I don't, but it's been a very like tumultuous start for their staff. Um, but, you know, I don't give a fuck. I, I, 
I, I, you know, Delu like always says on the boards, like when people will mention, like, wouldn't it be cool if KU like got good and had a good rivalry? And he always is very, very adamant about them staying terrible forever. I don't, I used to honestly think like it would be fun to have a rivalry, but now I agree and I'm fully on board with like, I hope they never turn it around. I hope they lose forever and continue to be an absolute laughing stock because I hate them. Especially like, this realignment shit has made me hate them even more. That, They're just that such actually pricks. is a great point. They are such pricks, and they just deserve to be like a stain on our conference. And they they think their brand is so like I don't know. They just think it has so much more worth than it is. And the the ego, I just cannot take it anymore. They're such assholes. So fuck so, it. So, so you brought up a couple good points. For for the most part, I I think I'm more compassionate towards KU football than 99% of K-State fans because I have a brother, you know, Alan, who's <laughs> yeah. been on the show. So, and he's actually, he's going to grad school at KU. So soon it won't be as weird. Um, but like, he's a season ticket holder and he has, he's like gone to almost every game home game in a long time. And my mom was the baby Jayhawk mascot and she loves football. And I, like we came home from that game. Like my dad and I were so pumped. And, and then my mom's just kind of like, hey, yeah, good for you. Okay, you sucks. And you kind of feel bad for her. And I sometimes feel bad for Alan, but then he's kind of a dick. Like when, when it comes around KU football, like anytime K-State and KU play in football, like he knows we're going to kick their ass, but he's a dick anyways. Just like, dude, I I don't rub it in your face. Like the, the worst thing I've ever done to him is what I'm saying right here on this podcast. Like he's a prick when it comes to the KU-K-State football game. Um so I, I kind of want them to be okay because I don't want my family members to be miserable all football season. But this conference realignment, the fucking Scoopsmeister, Dylan fucking Davis, all these just gross and weird humans trying to act like they're more important. And the, the whole stat about, oh, the, the Friday night ESPN game. Oh, so many viewers. That's the first time a top 15 team has played on Friday night on ESPN 2 and forever. It had nothing to do with KU. So I've kind of almost kind of gotten closer to the average K-State fan when it comes to just saying, fuck KU football. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. far more closer to that than I used to be. And it all has to do with their dickhead fans during realignment. So we'll move on. At Jason Tryon, given how bad Pac-12 looks, Stanford is a contender to win it. Nevada can win the Mountain West and Southern Illinois is an FCS playoff team. This will go, or he goes, this will go down as the best non-conference season since when? This is a good question. Best non-con season since when? That's a good question. So when's the last time we went? 2012, we pelted Miami. 11, we pelted Miami, but they never really did shit. Mississippi State ended up kind of being meh. Okay. Um, It's a good question. It's a good question. Well, I, I want to 2002, see. we beat USC, who obviously ended up winning the Orange Bowl. Well, I, I'm interested a, to see uh, who else did we play in. So we played FCS or uh, Nichols State in 2019. Mm-hmm. They went on to go to the playoff. They won their conference. Bowling Green, what did they do in the match? They were really, really bad, I think. They were not good. Okay, so that's definitely not it. Do, so do you think 2002 is the year then? I don't know. That just popped in my head. 2003, we played Cal. But we lost to Marshall in 2003. Oh, yeah. That's a so good point. We, that, we, ooh, we that could have been a good one. We beat – in 2002, we beat two FCS teams. So, 
I don't. What about think... two thousand? What about two thousand ten? We beat UCLA. Who else did we play? Uh, UCF. That was two solid teams. In, yeah, that was so, the same year. Two thousand nine, yeah. maybe was. You're right. That might be a solid one. Uh, I don't know what UCLA went on to do or what Missouri State went on to do. Hold on. So UCLA ended up going only four and eight. Uh, um, no. UCF ended as a top twenty team though. Missouri State ended up not being great that year. Um, I think this has the potential to maybe be the best. Maybe one of the best ever. Yeah, yeah honestly. Because I mean, I mean the, the one win versus that USC team might loom pretty large. But we definitely um, played like two cupcakes, no doubt, in my mind. Um, but yeah, this has been a really like well-rounded. I mean, everyone was talking about how tough these three games were as a, a they whole. They probably need to go them. on. The, all three yeah. teams need to go on and like yeah. play well. Like if Nevada ends up getting waxed by Boise State and not making the Mountain West Conference yeah. Championship game, and if Southern Illinois ends up finishing middle of the pack in the uh, Missouri Valley and not going to the playoff, and if Stanford ends up only going six and six, then no. But it has the potential to be the best maybe of yeah. all time. I agree. Good all right. Um, at J Winner 60. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing yeah. that. Um, is the defense for real, for real, or still TBD? I'm saying they're for real, for real. They are for real, for real. I mean, again, we could throw that out the window at literally any given moment during Big 12 play. Like, Oklahoma State has not been impressive on offense. If we turn around and give up 31 points to them, and it's like the defense, like the offense, Will doesn't throw a pick six, they don't get a special team. Like, if they truly give up 31 points, then – I'm going to look like an idiot, but I don't see I mean, that they've happening. Looked, they've looked really good in the first three games, and I just really like their attitude. That does a lot for me. Yeah, I, I think us as a podcast can very easily be swayed by swagger and confidence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and those are two things that this defense isn't <laughs> void of. So, again, let, let, let's – if we circle back to this question in three weeks – Let's see what they do versus Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Iowa State. Again, we could be coming out of that saying, fuck, forget 2012. Is this the best defense since the 90s? I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the next one, Mo Ema 15. And this is specifically for you. I think I know the answer to this one. I think you just do it for the memes, but uh what is your relationship with Prince Philip and the story behind the profile picture? Well, I used to like change my AVI or all the time, but just that one Not picture. Not like the last two years. It's I used Prince. to. I used to a while before. Well, before I adopted that him, and then that picture came out of him in the car <laughs> when he just looked so bad and. I switched it to that and I had never looked back because he just got so many good pictures and I just, he's great. That's really all it is. I thought about coming up with some elaborate thing where I'm actually like connected to him, but I don't have the energy. I'm sorry, but that's well, all it is. He's the best. He's, he's very funny looking and it's just me now. I think it's a little bad taste, especially since he died, but I'm not going to tell you what to do on Twitter. So oh, who gives a shit? He was like 99 years I mean, old. I, I don't know. I think I think it's bad. It's but. not like he died tragically. I know. I'm. I still. Actor. I don't. Know. I'm. I'm not, if anything, I'm honoring him. You know? You're not. He lives on him. through me. You are not honoring him. You do whatever you want. I'm never going to tell you what to do. I think it's a little weird, especially at this point. But hey, you know, you'll be you'll be banned soon enough. So, no way. 
Yeah, I honestly, you've been pretty well behaved. I mean, I think the last time we talked about how long I just know what to do. I know what not to do now. And if I don't know, I mean, Twitter is like really good about giving you uh, like a chance to not say things now. So you basically it'll like let you edit before you tweet if you (laughs) you cross some sort of lines. Basically, if you say any cuss word at all, it'll like I've never gotten. Do you really want to say that? But also. I just know, like, I don't know. I've, I, you know, I, I'm working on my skills. It's, it's better to, to be playing a different type of character than it is just be outright, like, breaking the rules. You can still piss people off and just, but also be an idiot. So that's where I'm at. I won't get banned for a while unless I don't even know, like, the phone number that I logged in. This is. So if I get locked out, that's pretty much it. So. Well, hopefully, it is hopefully you don't get locked up. There was some some member of K-State Twitter, and I think I know who it is, and it's not surprising if it is who I think it is, uh, got banned from Twitter for going too hard at the dud of the week with the AP poll. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. A player? No, 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 no not a player. Like, oh, just a K-State like, person. Just, yeah, sure. someone from K-State Twitter. Like, I know – I'm. Like his name was Robert. I'm pretty sure it's like Wildcat Season or something like that. Just like, <laughs> like not su- like surprised he has lasted this long on Twitter. So it's pretty bad. Speaking of which, we touched on it during the last pod. Uh, not ranked in the coaches' poll. In the coaches' poll, what a fucking disaster that poll is. Like Terrible. just a joke. The AP poll we're at 25, which all right, we probably should be higher ranked, but you know it is what it is. Um, just happy to be back in there. Then the Oklahoma game being announced for a 2.30 kick next week. Um, what was your reaction to getting ranked? We're back, even though still plenty of chips and salsa on the shoulder. Then, chips. hey, not an 11 a.m. game. You're on big Fox for that Oklahoma game. Just kind of walk me through your reaction when you saw that. Well, that 25 and, you know, the adjacent teams really just shows me, particularly the coaches pull too, that nobody is paying attention to this team yet. So we have to remain – chipped up 100 percent um as far as the kick time goes and being on big fox um i think that's on the surface a positive you know you can't really i would prefer a night game when was the last time we had a huge night game auburn mm-hmm. where there was like massive anticipation so just one of these days i would love to get a pretty big home night game but um where where there was like you know a lot at stake, but I like being on big Fox. I don't know if that takes us out of the running for college football, um, but, or college game day, but you know, it probably I, I don't, it doesn't bother Brando's me. I was calling it. So oh, Christ, uh, all the more reason be, to go to the game. Wouldn't it be clat or they do big noon. Yeah. Clat and Gus uh, do big noon. God, I hate Tim Brando. I think I am going to pull the trigger. You have to. Um, you don't want to be home watching that game with Tim Brando. I know. You're it, right. You're how right. many times do you think Tim Brando's going to I can't fuck even tweet up? at him. Well, that's fine. Don't tweet blocked at me. him. Blocked me. Well, he blocked me. Wait, again. your new account? Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Yeah, I started tweeting at him like immediately. Okay. He blocked me. <laughs> well, but, uh, um, well and it, that's all the more reason to go because how many times do you think he's going to fuck up and say Deuce Vaughn said Joe Rubin? He's such an asshole, dude. He's so bad at his job. It's crazy. It's just, it's so disrespectful. It drives me insane, but I'm probably going to bite the bullet. I don't know if I'm going to wait until Saturday night. I probably will. Cause I'm a bitch, 
but um, that's okay. I'm gonna, I'll be there. I already renegotiated. Well, I was, I was planning on uh, like <laughs> trying to spin it as like a birthday thing, even though my birthday was three weeks ago, and maybe, and trying to maybe hope that my wife forgot that we went to an entire different state to watch K State already for my birthday, but. Maybe she'll let me go again, and maybe she forgot about the whole Dallas trip. So, well, I'll good be thing there. she doesn't listen to the show. Um, old man Rogers, KSU, and I remember when Travis tried to say he wanted to change his handle. So glad he didn't. It's one of the me best for handles. He goes, "How proud would the 2015 Royals be of the final score, 1738?" So shout out to Wa. I don't think there's really any any uh, need to elaborate on that. KSU Railroader thoughts on the Sauce Boss sack celebration again. He has swagger. He had he he brings the juice. Like he is great. Imagine, remember, remember when all the shit was going down with his like fake stats and uh, <laughs> all that stuff. And people are like, "Why are we taking him? Did we get catfish?" And they were getting all pissed off at the coaching staff. That's that's so true. Like I mean, what if a, I had the energy, crazy time. If I had the energy, there were some people again on Twitter on the boards, which again just a cesspool of the world, uh, saying that the coaching staff should be fired for taking him. Because they thought they got catfished. What fucking idiots. The, the dude is a legitimately great nickelback. And again, the first two weeks, didn't see him a lot. We're going to see him all Big 12 play. Actually, ironically enough, I think the Oklahoma State game might be the game we see him the least amount the um, rest of the way. And I want that dude. I want that dude blitzing. I want that guy giving the State of the Union address to the world. Like, I'm going to vote for Reggie Settlefield for president when he turns 35. Yeah, he's great. It is funny to think back to when, like, we thought it fell through and he wasn't going to be there and there was some weird element to the whole thing, but he's actually turned out to be really good. I mean, he's exceeded my expectations and he's got the best nickname on the team. So, yeah. And I shout out to, uh, was it Cole or, uh, was it Cole, Cole or Joel? Cole or Cole. Joel? One of those two came up with it. So, shout out to Cole and Joel coming up with the sauce boss, Reggie the legend. Um, okay. All right, another one from Old Man Rogers. He has a couple. Um, could Norvell's hissy fit just be a product of spending the last week in Wamigo? That's funny. I'm pretty sure he's a Manhattan guy, so throwing some shade at Wamigo. It is funny that Nevada just said, fuck it. We're just going to stay in Wamigo, Kansas for an entire week. Uh, is, practicing at high, high school. And I get it. Like, air quality in Reno is not great right now. But, like, a whole week and you choose Wamigo? Why wouldn't you just stay in Manhattan? or Topeka, or anywhere other than Wamigo. It's a very strange choice. Yeah, it, it was a strange choice, but hey, uh, that's funny. I, I like the little shade at a little little rival out there in north-central Kansas. Um, Mike Smith, come on, Mike. What's Mike. the team's ceiling now after assessing the first three, three games? Ceiling is 15-0. Uh, 15-0. 15-0. Nothing more needs to be asked. Why not? Old Man Rogers, KSU. Just another uh, third third quarter question. Uh, he, he wants someone other than Mess to call plays in the third quarter. Here's my question. Do you guys remember the year Colin Klein was calling plays? I don't know if – I and, you know, no one likes Jason Ray, so it's like, okay, do we want Coach Anderson calling the plays? I mean, maybe. Maybe you want Coach Anderson calling the plays. Um, I don't know who you want to call him. I, I think he's probably being facetious, but, I mean, Colin Klein's not good at calling plays. No. I mean – I don't think it's just Messingham. I think it's a team-wide problem. Defense looks flat. Offense looks flat. Execution's bad. 
play play call doesn't look very good. It always seems really conservative out of the third quarter, but I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what it looks like this weekend after, because I bet they're they're probably hyper focused on it now. They're starting to get called out even more. So really I, we will see. We will see. Yeah. Well, it's a fucking crazy problem. I mean, it is, and, and it is wild that it is seemingly every game, like even games where game. we get blowouts, it's still a, a thing. So. Was KU last year like the only third quarter that was ever good? That's that I can think but of. Was it good because we? I we think had... we scored like twenty-eight points. The offense oh, scored we? a lot. I think. Oh. I want to say that I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure because we sucked in the first half outside of Phillips Brooks. I think really we got two kind of returns breaking though. it open. We had You're two returns and then a pick six. So like offense did nothing in the third game quarter. We came out and scored like four touchdowns. I want to say, but. That's it, and that's really nothing to hold your hat on or whatever. It's KU. They're terrible. They are. Uh, Colossal <clears throat> underscore Patty, who's ready for another tailgate meetup in Arlington? I mean, look, if you get through the next – if you get through the next three games, two and one, I legitimately might book a hotel room. I'll, I'll make sure it's refundable. Yeah. But if we go two and one – and then you're looking down the barrel of what six games that you very well might be favored in. Mm. <laughs> if you go two and one, there's a good chance you might be favored the rest of the way out. I mean, you'll have to see what TCU is going to do. You're going to have to see if Texas turns it around, but I mean, mm. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I know we're really far away from it. And again, we did this last year. We haven't even played a Big 12 game. Yet. We haven't even played a Big 12 game, but thinking about like the Texas game on Black Friday is giving me anxiety. Like how big that could be potentially. You no, know it's giving me anxiety is like trying to tell my family, like, sorry. Um, I'll like have like an omelet Thursday morning, uh, but I'm getting my car and driving south. That's an that would be a really, really fun one to go to. 11 a.m. game, Black Friday, get like a turkey sub in Austin. I've never been to Austin for a game, so it was very fun. underwhelming. Um, was it? Yeah, it, it's uh, very well. wine and cheese. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Dino Shores asked, uh, "Does this performance prove that the mob is indeed back?" I think here's the thing: in today's college football, that the whole idea of the mob or an elite defense can die literally any week. But yeah. at this point, I don't think there. I don't think anyone can say, "Hey, it's not back," or "Oh, hey, the defense isn't great until it happens." So you might as well just say, "Fuck it, best defense in the country." It appears to be the best defense we've had since we won the Big Twelve. So I'm willing to go that far to say that it looks. It, it, I mean, it looks really good so far. So. All right, uh, Cam Ago one. Your thoughts on Will Howard this week? Were you impressed with anything specific? I was impressed with his reading of the run game. Um, yeah, I was. I was impressed. Option read was pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, he, he made the correct reads and got into the end zone. And it's the red true zone that he did check into that baby play. That is that is indeed impressive. That is massive. And again, like one of the things we love about Skyler is, hey, once you're inside the ten, he's going to find a way to punch it in. I mean, Will Howard had two rushing touchdowns. Again, they were more on the goal line than from out the outside. But, I mean, I yeah. he, he was just the perfect game manager of that game. And if you can get that performance again on Saturday, I think we're coming back on here and we're over the moon. And, like, we're, we're 
I mean, the, the nervous shits will start Saturday night after the game if you get that win, waiting for that Oklahoma game. Like, can, can you imagine? I mean, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for OU now. Like, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, but, like, there was a lot of talk about Oklahoma today, and it's like – I, think I it was can't mainly imagine what next week would look like just because the, the game time announced and all that stuff. But yeah. still, I didn't stop. It didn't stop me from daydreaming about it. So, no, I hear you. I, I'm, <sighs> I'm like legitimately nervous for that Stillwater game. I may or may not be going at first. I thought I was going. I might not. It's kind of up in the air. But I mean, Gundy talking about how, oh, it's going to be like this raucous crowd yeah. and talking about how he like wants to make the beers cheaper and all this type of stuff. It's like, okay. You know, you know, the whole talk about how, oh, man, you know, that Southern Illinois game was going to be the first big crowd for K-State since. Mm. Well, apparently, you know, they didn't have a lot of fans versus Tulsa. And then they're on the road versus Boise. Excuse me. Um, I guess, like, this is, like, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, welcome back. Refill, you know, the boon, you know, pack the pickings, whatever. That's, like, their whole thing. So, I'm like, shit. You know, are they going to come close to a sellout? They've only sold that stadium out, which is like a fun fact. They've only sold once, out once. Right? Yeah. And, and they're not going to do it this year versus Oklahoma because they're not selling single game tickets to that. Mm. So uh, it's, it, yeah, it's something I hadn't thought about really at all um, on the opposite end of the spectrum. I, I've thought about it with Oklahoma, like how it would be Rattler's first true road well, game. It's going to be Howard's going to be Will's first true road game. How's it going to And again, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Um, but when you, when you start saying that out loud, uh, Will Howard's first true road game is going to be on the road at Stillwater. They're trying to do the whole pack the pickings thing, the fucking paddle people. And it is a night game there. It'll be scary. It's on ESPN Plus, but who cares? It's still going to be a night game there. All of a sudden, there's like a whole new dynamic of it. I probably was not really giving enough credit to until this very moment. And now I'm over the top. 2015 and 2019, I never really felt like it was like a loud place to be. But I know that the players have commented on it before. They After the 2019 loss, they, they commented on how the crowd affected them. So... I'm definitely worried about Will, but hey, we're going to run 80% of the time anyways, I'm sure. So just got to hope our – Well, then the offensive line, I mean, they're going to have to go off silent counts. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. SF Wildcats won. Our buddy Mike out in Cali. Straight up, thoughts on Lewis? He didn't do anything to give you thoughts. Like, he, he looked poised out there. He didn't look like the moment was too big. Um, but he I thought didn't he really looked, do anything. Yeah. I thought he looked pretty funny when he panicked and threw the ball to Malik Knowles. He got bailed. I mean, he threw that. Oh, I didn't think he panicked. I think that was always the plan. I thought that was a one read route and Toss he it out threw of it out of bounds and yeah. he knew he was going to get the uh, pass interference. I don't think he panicked at all. Maybe not. It looked funny from where I was sitting, but um, after that, I mean, you don't really know anything about Jeremy at this point. I still think Will Howard's probably better. Clearly. Well, I'm hearing, and again, I'm not nearly as plugged in as I like to pretend I am, but what I'm hearing is you're going to see both of them on Saturday. I think that's so stupid. Yeah, I, I hate preparing that way. Here, here's the thing, though. Let, let's, let's, let me ask you this question. This wasn't asked. This is my question to you. If, if the way Will presented it was, hey, I always knew that basically those, those two drives were going to go to Jaron Lewis. Does it maybe give a guy like Will who does get too amped up, gets too, 
in the moment and he might make mistakes. It's almost good to give him like a two series break. Yeah, and like maybe. say that always ends the second quarter. Like, Hey, they're going to give Lewis <laughs> the second quarter or whatever. And it allows Will to just kind of settle down. Okay. Then he goes to halftime and he knows he's playing in the second half. That might be a good thing for Will. Yeah, it might be just thinking of Will going to the second quarter and like listening to like sounds of like animals to calm himself down or something on the sideline. But I, th- I um, think he said post game that he was just talking with Skylar and Jake, just like walking through reads and stuff. So I mean, maybe that's uh, good. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll see though. I, I maybe just Jake Rubley gets the third quarter. Will gets zero. the first. Zero percent. <laughs> Jaron gets the second. The, the what trick if, is Jake Rubley playing the third. What if Will has a great first quarter? Are you still do you still plan on like the rotation? I mean, if that's what you're planning on it, the entire what if we're way, up fourteen zero and he yeah. just looks unreal? I mean, you but sit I, him down. I, I don't know. This is why I'm not a coach because if if you're telling Jaron Lewis the entire time, hey, you're getting drives four and five, uh, and you're you're coming in and drive four, and you're gonna see out the second quarter. I don't know how you could then turn around and be like, hey, J.K., fuck you. Like, and I then think also Will's maybe it. like mentally thinking like, yeah. hey, I'm just going to be a legend hey, here. Oh, thank God I get a break. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go hard because I know I'm going to be able to have a juice box. Like, I don't know. I, I think if you're planning on it, you can't go back on it. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you don't want to mess with – I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. All right, KSU Railroader, is there any game this defense won't be able to keep us in? Um, I would say no, but here's the caveat. Oklahoma could like figure shit out because Spencer Rattler can't figure out like the downfield pass. So he very well could just like have everything click and he might be too much for the defense. And also as much as I hate Iowa state, if their offensive line is rolling, Brees Hall is just like fuck K state. Like that might be tough for them to keep us in as well. But right now on the surface, like saying that, hey, there's two teams. If they had their A plus game, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel pretty good about saying yes. I mean, I, I'm 90 percent sure our defense will be able to keep us in every game. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be tested for sure. We have not played a conference game yet, and we play in a conference where offenses are high powered. There's good quarterbacks, there's good running backs, so they're going to be tested. There might be some games where the offense has to match that defense's prior intensity. And um, I mean, I have, that's the thing. I have faith in our, in our offense kind of on any given day when we're at full strength, even when we're at full strength. Oh, when we're at full strength, maybe I still would like to see, I'd like to see some more from a wide receiver, not named Malik Knowles, like Brooks outside of like level screens. Well, I mean, Philip Brooks had like, a million catches against Stanford. Um, he was our best wide receiver. That's true. That's true. They're okay. two. I think they're both too. Like, I mean, we said this last episode. I think they've they're both pretty well established Big Twelve receivers. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I agree. We definitely. It's it's a little early to be stamping that on the wide receivers that they're they're there, but. Really, the plan is just we got to sneak by Oklahoma State. We did it, you know. We actually do- kind of dominated Nevada, but sneak by Oklahoma State and then recalibrate. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. KSU Railroader, <laughs> um, and I think this is his last one. 
just take a minute and talk about how weak that unsportsmanlike penalty was. And here's the thing. Giving it's happening to you. all over sports. It's happening all over sports. And that is like the fucking worst thing ever. Sports are like people having fun. Do you see DJ Reed's unsportsmanlike penalty in the NFL on Sunday? Was he, I didn't All he did was it, stand I... over the guy and did the like incomplete sign. Like, oh, and he got 15 so yards for that. What a fucking joke. Like, it, it, yeah. it is so stupid. And again, I understand that, like, if in college you're saying, oh, you can't do what you do in the NFL. I mean, <laughs> that is still the like most stupid rule. You can't like do a dance in the end zone after you score a touchdown. You can't celebrate in the end zone after you get a like turnover. They're not, ta- it's like they're not even taunting anymore. I think in college it should be like, hey, uh, do whatever you want. The play clock is going to start almost immediately. So, hey, you know, if you don't want to delay a game penalty, get off the field pretty quickly. But as long as, like, Reggie Stubblefield isn't, like, you know, teabagging someone uh, like we did versus AM in the end zone, that should be 15 yards. But throwing up the lynch mob and parting in the end zone for, like, 10 seconds, that shouldn't be a penalty. That just – it's stupid. It's, it's, it's a game. I think You're that was pretty weak. Fun. I mean – yeah, I mean, it was just a, a team celebration, and it wasn't even like a coordinated thing. They were just celebrating a turnover that they earned. I, I agree. Like, maybe if they're taunting somebody directly in crossing the line, I get that. But that was a very weak penalty. Yep. Okay, um, SF Wildcats won. How hot was it out there today? I'll leave it up to you to decide if I'm talking about the temperature or the defense. It was very hot in the sun. Um, luckily, was I was in the hot. shade most of the game. And then the defense was also very hot. I agree. Okay, uh, SL Keck, rate Messingham's <laughs> performance today, and please give an explanation on why people still shit on him every game. So I actually went after the Aggieville Alley Cats because they they were like so. kind of going after him. It was a masterclass from Messingham. Again, I understand there are, there are a handful of questionable play calls. Like I, I understand some of the frustration with the third and long draws but we saw us bust that for a touchdown for Stanford um and, and I, I I get some of the individual stuff but if you if if people are truly looking at that Nevada game and trying to shit on Courtney Messingham it's just proof that you have an agenda because that was a massive like how how often how often have we Score. I, I wish I would have had it pulled up, but I think uh, Casey underscore fan said we we're scoring over four points per drive. When's the last time we had something like that on offense? I have no idea. 2014, it, maybe. It doesn't happen. So I, I think anyone who is shitting on Messingham in, in the macro, like once you remove yourself, because everyone tweets and says stuff in the game, everyone gets passionate. But if you're still on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, looking back on that game and trying to give Messingham shit, then I think you just straight up have an agenda. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we already talked about this yesterday, but outside of a couple early series that were kind of puzzling to me where it seemed like we were forcing things that play against our strengths, um, yeah, he scored 38 points with his backup quarterback running the ball 70% of the time. That's You can't really complain there, so... I agree. It was a very good scheming day for Mr. Messingham. All right. Uh, Purple Hazens. I think Klein gets a lot of undeserved shit. Folks calling for him to be fired in context of Skylar injuries, two years running with Will Howard game today, and a decent showing from Lewis. And Skylar has been pretty dang good when healthy. Is Klein actually on the hot seat? <laughs> what would have to happen for uh, you to officially be done with Klein? 
So I got super mad at Klein after the SIU game. And I think that uh, listener of the show, good bonehead, he's been on the show quite a few times, uh, Make It Rain, uh, MJ from Kansas, actually pointed out something well. I don't know shit about what position coaches do. Um, I got frustrated with him because I was frustrated with Will Howard. I don't know anything about what Colin Klein is or isn't doing. So ultimately, uh, I don't know. I for, for me to officially be done with him, if all of a sudden, like, that was the best we're going to see from Lewis or uh, Will Howard rest of this year, and it's just like, oh, it's just like shithousery, just garbage quarterback play from here on out, I, I'd probably be like, no, I don't care if I don't know anything. I want him gone. <laughs> um, so that's probably what it would take for me. As long as Skyler comes back, then that's probably going to be enough for me to be like, nope, whatever, just keep it rocking. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think I was rightfully called out when when someone when Mike uh, Michael tweeted at me and said, "You don't know anything. You don't know what's going into that." He's right. So who am I to like really make that decision? Um, so I'm probably being a pussy, like kind of copping out. But uh, well, I already copped out on that same episode. I said I don't know shit, so I'm glad I took that avenue. Yeah, um, that was I don't think move. it's crazy for fans to be like questioning certain position coaches, but like. Yeah, the reality is, I don't know anything, especially like quarterback coaches. I don't know what the fuck quarterback coaches do and just how much influence they actually have. And I don't think our quarterbacks are like bad. Like Skyler's, we think Skyler's pretty good. And I think he's progressed fine. He's had injury problems throughout his career that may have stunted that. But 2019, outside of a few, the you know, Oklahoma handful State of games where he struggled, um, he was also great Skyler just is what he is and Will Howard I think it's too young he's too young to really see any of that progression yet I think how long has he been our how long has he been our quarterback coach uh climate when climbing came back actually no 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 uh Snyder's last year Snyder's last 2018 so I mean we've had the same quarterbacks ever since really it's been Skyler or Delton. Delton's dog shit here's 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 where you could get mad at him and I think this is just as much climbing and Messingham as Klein. If Will Howard isn't the answer, if Jaron Lewis isn't the answer, if Jake Rubley can't go next year, I think there's like legitimate beef you can have with them for not finding a guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you, ha- if you go three recruiting classes and you don't find a dude who can be a big 12 level quarterback next year, I think you deserve some heat for that. Um, now, if they acknowledge that, if they figure that out this season, go out and get a transfer then okay, fine. But, uh, you know, they're, they're striking out pretty hard recruiting high school quarterbacks in this cycle. Um, so I think there could be some, you know, heat on them for that. Um, yeah. The recruiting side of things. I just, I think I was rightfully called out. I don't know enough about what goes into being a position coach in college football to really uh, be publicly calling for his job. I think he skipped one at SF Wildcats one asked about the injury bug. Injury bug is oh. getting kind of scary. How concerned should cats fans be? I'm spinning I, it positive. I'm, yeah. I'm taking the positive spin. We've dodged some bullets here. Including sounds like Duke isn't a season ending. He'll sounds like Duke isn't season ending. Um, you know, the Portier and that um, that sucks. The Warner sucks. Um, but like, you know, we dodged a huge bullet with Skyler. We dodged a bullet with, I mean, Rivas came in back into the game. So Brent's came it's back football. Into the game. It's football. Yeah. Like there's, we're probably at the same rate of injuries as really we always have been. It just happens to be some big names. 
but they're all they're all coming back so it's okay yep and also hey as always join us live wednesday 7 p.m spotify green room we had another question about third down or third quarter we've talked about that so we'll just end with this uh nevada overrated or underrated i'm both impressed with k-state's performance and unimpressed with nevada's i've seen a lot of like i've seen a lot of like revisionist history talking (sighs) about nevada um they are legitimately good they are going to be uh, back on the verge of getting top 25 votes before the season's over. They very well could beat Boise State here in a couple of weeks and then run the table in the Mountain West. They could, I would not be shocked if they're an 11 and one or 10 and two team in the regular season. I think, folks, I think, I think this kind of comes to like this self loathing nature of some K State fans. Like, oh, if, if we pull something off, you know, <laughs> it has to be they're overrated. Yeah. No, I think, I think we're that good. I think we like legitimately are that much better than a very good Nevada team. I like it. Um, yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. I, I was, that's, I always was kind of calm about Nevada because it's like, it's fucking Nevada. We're far more complete than they are. We're going to dominate the trenches on both sides of the ball. I know they have good quarterback, good wide receiver. I think we're fortunate that they just didn't take chances down the field, regardless of how we kind of schemed that away from them they could have thrown up probably a lot of jump balls and got a lot of jump balls because they have some really big talented wide receivers and that tight end is really good. So I think we're fortunate that uh, Norvell kind of took the ball out of their best players hands more often than he should have, but I mean, they, um, how many we still they, beat the piss still, out of them. We still, still passed it 70% of the time. We still scored 38 points on them primarily running the ball. And um, yeah, I think we're good. So all right well that's all we have for this uh you know nevada q a we're coming at you with the preview episode tomorrow and then like i said we're going live spotify green room wednesday 7 p.m and then before you know it it'll be another game day i'm super nervous um i'm nervous too (laughs) the whole thing about that's will howard's first true away game with pack stands is really really making me scared but hey you know what? We're all in this together. Uh, we're all back in the boys. So uh, that's all I have. We'll be back in your earbuds tomorrow. Hey, there's nothing better than being consumed by the cats every single day. This is the best part. Of, this is the best time of the year. So soak it up while you're three now. Um, let's go beat Oklahoma State.
Sports Social Podcast Network.